previously on Rated RPG. These are the trespassers who set off the alarm in the volcano. However, they claim to be sent by Razala the Tao, and in fact claim to have a letter of introduction and wish to speak with your greatness. I will give this gorgeous Phoenix Brigade an audience. Yes. We uh, did it. No yeah. one's dead. I think to the rest of the guys, oh, I love it when he says our name. Yeah. yeah it's so sexy. Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears, and bards. <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons & Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. Mr. Bell, uh, on behalf of me and the rest of the group, we are, we've heard tales of this no good, dirty, rhyme scoundrel Zeriel, that son of a bitch, and we know you two don't get along. We are down here, sir, to come whoop that ass post-haste, you feel me? And if you can help us get closer to that ass whooping, we will be able to take her out, and you'll get to get your job back. It's no reason you should be here in a volcano sweating off all of your face nuts. You should be right where you just <laughs> where you're supposed to be, sir. And I say this all humbly, and you're a devil, and no one would ever call you anything else. I just want you to know we are here to kick ass. We have won fights we shouldn't have. We might not look like the toughest group, but if you help us get where we going, we get the job done. That's the GPB. That's how you spell it. Yeah, that's our promise. Yes. Um, can you help us get the job done, sir? Graciously. Yes. More willing servants to my cause, it would seem. Or are you perhaps spies sent by Zeriel to try to get me to say that I would go against her. Oh, heavens no, look at me. Does it look like I have the ability to shut the fuck up long enough to be a spy, sir? Not at all. Come on. Hey, I remember back when we were at uh, Red Ruth's or, or Ruth's something. Ruth's Chris, yeah. Yeah, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. And they had those tapestries. Yeah. And one of the tapestries showed Belle being betrayed by Zeriel. Oh, shit. Yeah. I heard, and I know that Zeriel betrayed you, and I'm, it hurts that it hurt you. What, here's what I could give you. I am willing, I am willing to make a bargain. If I was to betray you to Zeriel, my head would be forfeit. Of course, that I, is a given. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was only hoping that swing the pot. Uh. It's, it is uncommon for those to come to me and simply offer to aid me in overthrowing Zeriel. You must have ulterior motives. What are you really here for? Should we tell them about Elturel? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. We want to get Elturel back up where it's supposed to be. Just long story short, we came upon some great property. You'd love, I'd love to have you over as a guest sometime. We want to get Elturel back up there. I want you to be able to rule your land without having humans and a bunch of do-gooders fucking up your shit. I think we can be separate but equal. I know that sounds bad in most cases, but in this scenario, I think it's good and best for both of us. We ain't trying to start beef with you. You're right, I did have an ulterior motive. That was it. I just want to take my people and get the hell out of here. You know, no pun intended. He uh, hears you say that, and uh, he begins to, with his voice, uh, continue to sort of chastise you and uh, sort of like th make vague threats at you and, and accuse you of being spies for Zeriel. But while he's saying that out loud, you hear what appears to be his voice in your head. Uh, and it's it's less of hearing and more of just knowing what he's saying or what he's thinking. Uh, and he, he begins to communicate with all of you telepathically. Um, and he says, If 
Freeing Elturel is your true goal. Then we have an accord. I will help you break the chains that hold Elturel and return it to the material plane. If you do something for me. And that would be... There are nine adamantine rods that were stolen from me by Zeriel spies. Return them, and I will free Elturel for you. Where would we find those? I don't know their location, but I know something that might. It is a Sibriex that my spies have captured very recently. Why don't you guys roll uh, religion checks about a Sibriex? I got a 19. 19. Let's see if that is high enough. The Sibriex is going to be like, yeah, they're located in nine different places. That's what I'm thinking, dude. (laughs) All easily 3,000 miles away from each other. Uh, 19 is actually a little too low to know a lot about them. Uh, you just know that they are demons and a very powerful type of demon. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you, you, you don't know much else about them. I don't know much else about them other than that. But they're demons. That's good to know. You call them demons instead of devils. And these guys, you call them devils. Yeah. I used to, I used to drive a Nissan Cibriax. Yeah. Decent gas mileage? Yeah, it was pretty good. I take I take Cibriex for my high blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you tell them that you don't know what a Cibriex is? Yeah. yeah. I, well, I know Cibriex is a demon, but uh, I'm a little foggy on the rest. Cibriexes are hoarders of forbidden lore. Some say they're as old as the Abyss itself. The Abyss, of course, being where demons are from. This one has been a particularly good source of information for me. It may know the location of these rods. Bring them to me. But you haven't been able to get the information from it. I've been getting other information from it. So you're going to send us in to get the information from it? Yes. Oh boy. Yeah. An interrogation. Ah, Ooh, that works well for me because... My intimidation is six, and I'm fierce. So is mine. Uh, I, six. I say to him, uh, I speak abyssal in abyssal. Oh, I wonder if he knows abyssal. He might. He probably does. I'm sure he does. I use abyssal to clean my carpets. <laughs> uh, he, uh, <clears throat> you, so you say that out loud, or do you do it telepathically? Uh, I'll do it telepathically. Okay. He says, any tricks, any knowledge that you have, uh, can be used against the Sibriex. I care not what you do to get this information, aside from killing it or freeing it. Don't free, don't kill. All right, decent guidelines. Uh, don't free, don't kill. What should we do? I think... <laughs> don't, don't, Subtle in you, I know. <laughs> oh, okay, here's what I think. Uh, I can deceive or persuade. Those are my best abilities in this situation. I can speak any language, so we can try talking. We can try to spook it. But if Bell wasn't able to scare it, what are we gonna do on the spooky front, right? We're not the spookiest crew with the GPB. Not the gorgeous spooky brigade. I've what? got it. I've got it. Okay. Pee in the mouth of the Cibriax. Oh. <laughs> we- you know we haven't peed in anything that's been alive. This could be a first for us. Yes. Okay, well, hear me out. What if we <laughs> tell the Sibriex that if it tells us where to find the rods, then we will convince Bell to spare its life? That's going to take some top-tier deception. Well, you are the top-tier deceiver. I love lying to motherfuckers. Let's do it. Uh, I think towards Bell, what do Sibriexes like? What's Good important idea. to them? Yeah. What turns them on? Gets their gullets gibbling. They hoard information. If you somehow have valuable information, 
perhaps you can barter with it. What do we know that no one else does? We had a book that was important to get into that one knowledge city thing, right? Do you remember? It was, a, it was a book of bad poetry. <laughs> no one knew about it. It was unheard is that, of bad is poetry. Is that book by Gideon Lightword? Yeah, it's all about demons. Um, or you a, could just torture it. That's what we've been doing. I mean, all, all due respect, I don't. But you haven't gotten much out of it. We're trying to uh, use the carrot and not the stick first. But we got the stick. Don't worry. The stick is there, but the carrot. Might get it. What know, if you just lied to it? I'm just gonna, it. Let's go lie to it. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> just give it a you just want to just lie? Well, you're going to have to roll good. I'm feeling good today on the rolls. Keep in mind, by the way, this whole entire conversation is being held telepathically. And Bell is basically out there being like, How dare you say that I would ever do anything against Zeri? Oh. You guys are fucking crazy. Whoever's been filling your mouth or your head with these lies, it's slander. But then he's secretly hatching this plan with you guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. Subterfuge of this bitch. Let's go. Um. Where it? Where is this? Yes. Cibriax. It is being held in a secret place down along the river Styx. Uh, you can take a barge there. Uh, you guys know that the river Styx is the place that you know souls and stuff like are like are ferried through uh when they reach avernus uh it's also uh a terrible thing to put your body into if you get the water of the river sticks on you it like it turns you into like an idiot like uh your your brain like doesn't work anymore you lose all your memories. well it yeah. won't affect us and yeah, you could even okay. get turned into like a devil or demon or something if, if you, the water touches you. You're not really sure exactly what happens, but it's bad. It's like some demon acre, but for your brains. All right. Should we do it? I'm in. Yeah. Let's go to this large barge. Um, how, how should we uh, make our exit from, um, you know, because you're saying a lot of stuff that sounds like you don't want us to do anything, so. I am a gracious host. And since you did have the letter of introduction, I will allow you to be teleported out of here without any harm coming to you. Oh, great. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Yeah. When you come back with the rods, just approach any of my scouts, any of my uh, servants, and tell them to bring you to me. What do these rods do? That is not of your concern. Uh, I am kind of concerned about it, actually. He's just kidding. He's just a jokester, this yeah, gal no, here. He, uh, Can you teleport us out? We're going to go get yeah, those we're rods. Good. Thank you. Asking questions is a bad news bears. We won't touch the water. Won't touch the water. All right. So uh, if, once your sort of telepathic communication with Bell has concluded, he does one final, like, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> and then he casts a spell, uh, and you guys are all affected by it. Do you allow it to happen, or do you wish to try to resist it? I'm going to let it happen. I'm going to let it happen. Yeah, wow. let it happen. Uh, so you guys let the magic sort of wash over you, and uh, everything sort of turns blurry and, and bright. And then suddenly, uh, the brightness sort of like fades to normal vision, and you're standing on the edge of the volcano, uh, on the exterior. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That's convenient. Yeah. yeah. Where'd we park the car? <laughs> Hey, shield. I think it was 4D. <laughs> <laughs> yes? What do those adamantium rods do? The adamantine rods that yeah. Bell wishes you to get for him? Yeah, yeah, whatever they're called. Mm. Hard to say. I don't actually know. Really? He doesn't yeah. want to get freed. What do you think they do? Maybe he needs them for a hip replacement. Mm. <laughs> Adamantine's very sturdy metal. Uh, Hard use, to break. They use titanium for those. Uh, it's better than titanium. Oh, I got the titaniums. <laughs> He's probably gonna make some kind of magic apparatus out of it. You guys did clearly see that uh, Bell's fortress is a forge. Uh, in case that wasn't clear, um, so Adamantine has a lot of uses in in creating. You know, lamps. very sturdy lamps. Well, we got that lamps. armor sure. from the from uh, Princess COVID. That armor that we took off 
Princeps Kovic's body. That's I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> are, there, yeah. are there any rolls we could make to try to guess? Oh, sh I know I should have took that one thing. Probably want to help in this scenario. Once Speculation. <laughs> once you see them, perhaps. Okay. Uh, but uh, adamantine is a very rare metal, and uh, you don't actually really know. He didn't give you much of a description. He just said there are nine adamantine rods. Hopefully, they're all like just lined up in single file order. But um, we're off to the barge. All right, let's go to the sticks. We're off to see the demons. All right, so you guys make it back to your uh, infernal engines. And uh, Lulu's waiting there. She's like, how did it go? You guys are alive. That's that's great. That's good. And we made a bargain with him. Yeah. Oh, you did? Well, um, good. Uh, what What's the bargain then? If we you don't bring mind him, me. We bring him some rods. Uh-huh. And he'll... Uh, he'll Get Elturel out of hell. He'll cut the chains. Yeah. Oh, that's that's cool. Um, did you ask him about the bleeding citadel and where we can find Zariel's swords that we can hopefully redeem her? Ooh. Oh, we uh, we forgot to ask about that. <laughs> but we're coming back is the good news. Yeah. Um, we, you know how people like to give you more information once you've done them a favor. This is one of those situations. It's like the fiftieth law of power from that book. So we're gonna do this favor. And get more information. But first, we got to go see a Sidorak? Uh, a Sibirak. Sibirak. Wow, guys. Sibriak. <laughs> we gotta Clearly, go see you guys a, don't know anything about him. We so. got to go see the Sibriak. Yeah. Well, that's oh. a and Yeah. Well, um, you know, I got to say, I'm starting to get the distinct impression that you guys don't really care too much about, you know, saving my best friend, Zariel. Uh, you know, redeeming her from this horrible fiend that she's become. Well, Belle, Belle is not the person we should ask that of. <laughs> We'd gladly help you out with that, too, but... Okay, well, I, I'm just, you know, uh, it's just unfortunate. That, that's all I'm saying. Oh, like, Lulu, I promise I you this. Um, We aren't a group that goes in a straight linear line. We are a bunch of tangents that make up a overall picture of goodness so right now it looks like we just said fuck your friend r.i.p but that's not what it actually is okay if it's it starts out bad but it's gonna get good this sidorak we're going to see they keep secrets you know and oh. currently since their whole thing is keeping secrets we're gonna have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with it and who else but a secret keeper could help us with a secret you need unsecreting you know i yeah, get that. That way, Belle won't know about exactly. it. Exactly. This can, was on purpose. We'll end around and we'll surprise him. He <laughs> won't expect that. Yeah. Because oh, okay. we didn't even bring up the fact that the Zerio and the sword and the Citadel of Blood and whatever. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's not like we forgot. No. Us, no. So we you, crossed T's and I's. Are you going to ask the Sibriacs where the Bleeding Citadel we is? We sure. Then? We are now. More than likely. Oh, that's that's good. All right, yeah. I see. See, so you guys were doing some three D chess. Yeah, in yeah, there. we're playing all kinds of dimensions up here. Oh, Divergence okay. and a convergence of ideas. <laughs> we could also tell Zaria where the nine adamantine rods are. Yeah, that, do a yeah? double double cross. Sure. Oh, oh, all well, the double cross. Wait, what? did you want to go back to that building first? Oh yeah, that that was interesting. I was getting a strange feeling from that place. Like a like I felt connected to it somehow. If you if you boys want to want to go there too, yeah, I'm, I'm all for Should that. Should we talk to the Sibriacs first? Yeah, maybe. Um, well, the that building's a day and a half out. How close is the barge? Are they on the same way? Is it like you know when you stop at a pit stop and then get to where you're going? Uh, they're not like near each other. Oh, okay. uh, the the river is is close to the mountain. Sure. Um, and it's about uh just like a half a day's journey uh down the river. On the barge. So it might be smarter to go to the barge because then we can get secrets about that building. Also, I'm assuming this motherfucker's going to want to talk, and it doesn't sound like a talker. But I'm just assuming that between the four of us and Lulu, maybe? Because this thing might know Lulu from back in the day, right? Quick question, unrelated to anything. Is yeah. this? Uh, have you guys been uh, saying all this out loud or using the oh, telepathic bond? Um. Well... I was just thinking the Lulu and the unicorn are also part of the bond. So I was just thinking in the head. It does only last for an hour. And you guys have been 
out for more than an hour. So oh, the, if you wanted to have this conversation telepathically, you'd just have to take um, 10 minutes to cast that ritual before fair. you did that. I mean, we're alone again, right? Well, we don't know how they keep track tabs oh, on true. people. We could be I think getting it's, spied on. I think so, it's safer. Yeah, thank you. Let, let's just ritual up and make sure all of this is on the hush-hush. Okay. They say, you know, they might have bugged us. That's true. I, I, I will say that you definitely are being spied on right now. Oh, uh, <laughs> thank you. So, so yeah, <laughs> it's just a good thing that you... Uh, Which one of us is wearing a wire? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I'm> so, yeah. <laughs> like, before this session, Dion was talking about what spell he was going to take, and... He was like, rare telepathic bond, like maybe. Uh, he seemed a little kind of on the fence about yeah. it. And then I was like, well, you know, you guys are going to talk to Bell, and like maybe it could be a good idea to like not have to say everything out loud. And he took it, and yeah. oh my God, did it just save you right now? Isn't he <sighs> like the devil of betrayal and shit? Is it? He, oh, that's a title. There, Yeah, I mean, you guys just made a deal with uh, a devil, but it wasn't signed. Right. So... You know, it's it's not your deal that you made with Bell just now is not being enforced by the laws of hell right. that force those things to be enforced. So you are free to betray each other, you know, at this point. Don't you think it's weirder, though, if the spies just see us walking silently down the hill going... <laughs> <laughs> There is a 10-minute span where <laughs> where he sits there studying, like, a book or whatever, and then casts a spell, and then you all just, like, stand in a circle. Yeah, and Lulu's, like, frowning, like, mm. and then we And then we think something to her, and she's like, mm. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you know, Belle would know about the unicorn and the hollyphant, so... Let's get rolling to this uh, yes. obelisk. Let's bar. Uh, yeah. Well, we're doing obelisk or barge? Well, I thought that's what you said. The obel- well, they're well, in I, different directions. See, um, they are. Yeah. Uh, my thought was going to the barge, we could get information about a whole plethora of things versus just going in raw dick without any info to the obelisk. Okay. Which is our style. By the way, I'm not anti raw dick, but. I'm not pro raw dick. Andy Roddick? <laughs> Uh, we can do a group vote. There's six of us, including Lulu and the Unicorn. Who wants to go to the Obelisk? Raise hand. Well, I, I assume we're eventually going to both, right? Yeah, uh, let's go to the barge. Because yeah. they're expecting us. Yeah. yeah, they're waiting for us. That's true. Elder Barge. Oh, that is a good point. We just show up eight days late. Like, oh, my bad. So you guys, uh, you uh, took note that there was an iron road uh, that was leading from the spot that he teleported you to, kind of down towards the river. And uh, from f- from the spot that you were at, you sort of like backtracked and, and eventually found your infernal machine so that you could talk to Lulu. Uh, but you managed to make your way back to that spot where the Iron Road was. Uh, and you follow it down to the shores of the River Styx. It's like the Autobahn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, this road that you follow is patrolled by many different bearded devils. Um, and... Uh, they all sort of seem to, uh, when they spot you at first, they look like they're getting ready to to arm up and fight you. But then uh, as soon as they get close enough to you, they, they like stop and like put their weapons down and let you pass. I need everybody to make either a perception check or a religion check. Perception all the way. You know what? I'm going religion again. Religion. Hallelujah! Give me that Jesus. Hell alert. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Mine didn't show up, did it? Oh, is it there just taking go. a while? Yeah, it took took a while. My first one was 21. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, because I got to hit fucking. I'm really happy that Michael McDonald is joining us. I know. <laughs> <laughs> same, same <thing>. <laughs> what a bird <laughs> so we got a 15 perception uh okay only one who passes this is hamstone hey hey after seeing this happen like a dozen times where these these bearded devils approach you and then back off after a little bit uh you realize that most likely what's happening is that there is an imp following you and imps have the ability to turn invisible at will and so you haven't been able to catch a glimpse of it yet uh, but perhaps what's happening is is Bell sent an imp to sort of like follow you around, to keep an eye on you. 
but then also to serve as sort of like a, uh, uh, you know, a signal to the other devils that look, you know, this is one of Bell's imps. These guys are being watched over by him. Don't attack that kind of thing. But, you know, uh, Globjack has been looking around. He's, he hasn't spotted the thing. And uh, yeah, there's an imp around us that was the that was the thing that was spying on you guys oh, <laughs> the imp i hate imps you guys eventually make your way to the uh shores of the river and uh it is a horrific thing like imagine the river of ooze from ghostbusters 2 out of the bubbling uh slimy waters you see all sorts of like bones and other sorts of refuse and more sort of like, uh, strangely, it takes shapes of screaming faces. Um, and you hear just the wails of countless souls uh, being swept along this river. And just chilling on it is just a couple of devils on a barge <laughs> with like big poles <laughs> to, to, to get through it. And uh, when you arrive, they're like, wow, you guys took a long time. Man, you know, the Iron Road, sometimes we gas prices. That's true. <laughs> All right, well, whatever. Get on. Right on, man. This ain't your, like, first trip, is it? I'm, I'm trying to keep all my faculties, brother. No. Cool. You really sold me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's a 30-foot-long, 15-foot-wide, sturdy barge. Uh, you actually see that it has various, like, um... Uh, large, uh, what are they called, like ramps that can be placed upon it. And it almost seems like this thing is built to transport like huge war machines as opposed to just a couple of individuals. Twelve Marigons under the command of a bone devil operate the orbs uh, of this massive barge. They say, all right, where to? Marigons are the ones with six arms? They are kind of weird looking. They, They have like metal golden metal armor and their helmet looks like a human face like a humanoid face. yeah we fought we fought a maragon before oh okay and the bone devil of course is a horrifying creature that is like white with like blood oozing off of its claws and tail and has like sort of insectile wings bone devil uh yeah we need to go to see the uh the simriax simriax Similac. Yeah. For babies? <laughs> Cringak the Bone Devil says, the, the Sibriax? Yes. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we said. Yeah. All right. Well, strap on in. Where are the straps? There's no straps. Uh, Fuck. <laughs> you guys you got e- time for your mom games, devil. <laughs> Do you guys ever touch the water? <laughs> no, but you should. You've never seen anybody do it? Oh, we've seen we've seen plenty do it. What happens to them? Uh, oh, they uh, they become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. You dip your oh, shield in there. Put the shield in it. Put the yeah, shield I'll in put, it. put my shield in there. How does the shield feel? <laughs> do you put your shield in there? No, I ask him if he wants me to, though. And become more powerful than <laughs> I can possibly imagine. <laughs> Pretend like I fell for it. Maybe, maybe it could free me. I don't know. Maybe you should try. Um, I say, while well, since we're, we, it's going to be a little bit of a boat ride. So, Hamstone, you said there's a invisible devil following us, right? There's an imp. Yeah, yeah, there's an imp. Imp it ain't easy, truly. So my question ends up being, once we get there, if we want to have get all these extra secrets that are like our secrets and not Bell secrets, what do y'all want to do with this imp? Well, uh, telepathically speaking. Yeah, uh, <laughs> telepathically, of course. Um, uh, if we kill the imp, that's then a bad look. That's a bad thing. Yeah, Bell's gonna be like, "You killed my spy." Yeah, uh, but we could be like, "Hey, we said no spies. We said, you know, we could." Is he connected to the imp currently? Like, do we do we understand? Would we? Is understand he just it? a messenger mm. boy? Yeah. So your question is like, is he like real time spying on us through the imp? Or is the imp going to give him information when they get back? Or is the imp able to send him information? And my thing is, like, he followed us all the way there, right? Yeah. Okay, well, uh, imps are really low challenge rating. Uh, you've encountered them before, so I'm just going to tell you. As far as you know, imps don't have any special ability to communicate over vast distances 
or like teleport or anything like that. Mostly they just spy on somebody, then fly back to their master and report it verbally. Uh, you can't possibly know if there's some other magic afoot. So, well, uh, for example, familiars. You would also know that familiars actually do have telepathic bonds with their masters, and imps can be familiars for like warlocks and stuff. So, there's also spells. Yeah. You could also have a powerful imp, like a, an imp that has levels and some sort of spellcaster. So. Okay. Well, I think we should uh, stay above board then. Uh, try to get more information if we can. Plus, I can just do the telepathy thing with the Sadiq's person. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Uh, we're still on the boat, so we'll just. I'm thinking about practicing some archery. Ooh. <laughs> you know? As long as I just shoot it. Up in the air, it should yeah. be fine, right? Yeah, just shoot willy nilly. Yeah. All right. And you I just start me. shooting arrows up into the air. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's practicing archery. Yeah. Oh, glove jig. You always, and your accuracy training. Always practicing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The the bone devil is just like, sure, whatever. I'm gonna practice singing, and I just start screaming. <laughs> So can I uh, do I like have any idea where this imp is? Uh, it's invisible, but it doesn't mean that it's impossible to determine where it is. Uh, you can make a perception check. Uh, you have disadvantage because you can't see it, um, and you basically just have to beat its passive stealth okay. bonus. So yeah, go go for it. Yeah! <laughs> wow. Natural 20. Well, well he, even with disadvantage. He's got disadvantage, oh, so right, that's right. 22. Oh. So let's take a look at the imp. You might be able to figure out where it is. Are you trying to shoot the imp? That's great. Yeah. Well, I, at least wait till I we thought get you were there. just doing it randomly, but that's great. Yeah, well, I'm, it'll appear I'm as though it was it, random. I think oh, I'm doing it randomly. <laughs> mm -hmm. So unless invisibility gives it some sort of bonus to stealth, I think that's enough to spot it. Let's uh, take a look at the invisibility spell. That's what the ability is. I just linked it in chat. But... Invisibility. I, f I forget a lot of the time, like, whether invisibility actually gives you a bonus. Because it does in, like, Pathfinder, but in 3.5, but I don't think it yeah, does. Yeah, it's like minus four, right? Yeah, so a visible creature is impossible to see without the purpose of for the purpose of hiding the creature is heavily obscured. Uh, the creature's location be detected by any noise it makes or tracks it leaves. Yeah, so invisibility doesn't give any bonus to stealth, so you figure out where it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, okay. It's so. a yeah. It's sitting on top of uh, like one of the empty like one of the empty ores. Mm -hmm. It's like just perched on top of that ore. Okay. Wait a minute though. How are we going to get in? Because remember these chain devils and bearded devils and stuff are like letting us through because of the imp. Yeah, because they see the imp. We don't yeah. want to kill the imp. Not yet. Not yet. Right? Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Not yet. But you've established this is something you do. True. Yeah. Okay. He will have to make another perception check to spot it okay. when it moves yeah. to a different spot. Oh, Bracken, he'll just but get I mean, 20s. Like, the imp has already told them that we can go in there. But, right? Yeah, but what about coming back and like, yeah. all this other stuff? That'll be suspicious. Like, Although, he I guess what might be nice is to get rid of it so that we can quiz the. Telepathy. Yeah. 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 I can just make oh, wait, it up. Right. Yeah, because I can do up to eight people. I don't but have to then, include the imp. But the questions we ask are still going to be overheard. How? Because it's all telepathic? No, to, when we ask do. the Sibriax. No, I can connect to my You're going to have to ask non-telepathic and then telepathic questions. Why? Yeah, so the we'll imp, fake it. Yeah, the imp doesn't. Okay. Oh, in the other spots. Yeah. I did right like for what the dude was doing to us. Yeah. And for him to continue uh, trusting us, we, we don't want to mess his demon around. Okay, that's I mean, fair. That's fair. So we'll like, have to do take turns asking fake questions. with the. All right, this will be nifty. I, I believe in us. Wait, you're going to put the Sibriax in your spell? I'm, well, I'm gonna ask if it would, so we can just be like, 
all of this is happening at the seat of our pants, but the idea is if we can talk telepathically, that way we don't have to kill the imp because if they see the imp's dead when we come back out, we might have to fight our whole way back through the barge. You know I'm what I'm saying? I'm not sure we should get inside the head of this thing. <laughs> well, we just allowed a uh, bell in our heads and we came out okay. Yeah, as I know, but this is a demon. Out. It's like, oh, it's don't like you getting be racist in the head of... over there, Club Jack. <laughs> <It's like laughs> you get... let a devil in your head but not a demon? How dare you? It's like getting in the head of Cthulhu. What's so wrong with Cthulhu? He's got a bunch of face shit. He ain't that bad. All right. Uh, you know, Keep me uh, out of it. Yeah, Race can just uh, try it out, you know? Yeah, what's, what's, listen, I survived the monster bag. <laughs> this can't be worse. We could also just whisper. But, eh, not fair. <laughs> All right, well, we'll you guys. A distraction whisper. I'm going to shoot. You gonna shoot the end? Right now! Okay. Shoot our way in, fellas! <laughs> I don't know about this. I'm gonna shoot with inspiration. Okay. Like right now, for real? Yeah, right now. Um, Go for it. I start, I talk to whoever's rowing the boat, and I'm gonna try to persuade them to pay attention to me. Hey, man, so like I said earlier, I was wondering, how does how do you get a job like this? Do you wish you were more on like the front lines, like really getting up into like the action so you can rise up the ranks with Bell? Or do you not care that much about Ford um you know, Ford mobility in the workplace? So as you're sort of trying to distract you. Yeah, the, yeah, the that's bone. my persuasion. Uh oh yeah, go for it. There you go. So <laughs> you persuade him to stop like rowing or paying attention or whatever and listen to your conversation. I did 20 points of damage. Nice. Glubjeg uh, cocks an arrow into Morning's shaft as he he had been firing them randomly in the air and then takes a moment to just aim very precisely at the end of a tip of an oar and uh, lets loose an arrow with a lethal intent. Uh, dealing. What? <laughs> what? What was that? Mr. Wumbo says, this is why Jason brought up season two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 20 points. Okay, yeah, that's enough. The arrow strikes the invisible imp, uh, and it goes, oh, and uh, immediately turns visible as it flies off of the oar and lands in the river Styx. Oh, <laughs> oh shit, what was that? What the hell was that? What was that? A fish? Are there fish in this water? Dude, wait, were we under attack? Is hey, everyone okay? Hey, devils, what was that? They uh, they kind of look, and they're like, I don't know. I think he hit a bird or something. Oh, well, I'm glad we're all safe and surprised at the same time. <laughs> you know, th this happened to me once before in, uh, in the skirmish of the Four Hills. Oh, man. That sounds uh, legendary. I, I was just practicing my arrows, and boom. I shot an, an invisible wizard out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> the Bone Devil doesn't seem to care at all about what just happened and, and turns back towards racers like, continue with your story, please. You're, you're very engaging with your story. I was just saying, you guys should think about unionizing, because I don't yeah. think that your workplace is that safe. When was the last Gosh. time OSHA was down here? Right. I bet it's been months, man. There's you no railings what? on these boats. Listen, take my take my card. They call me race attorney at law. And when we get out of here, I want you to know that I'm going to fight for you to get what you deserve. I only take 100 gold pences per meeting. <laughs> yeah, I know what our currency is. Stop asking. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it seems like these uh, devils either weren't aware that the imp was with you or they didn't really care that you killed it. You're not entirely sure. Uh, but uh, you continue on your merry way. Uh, no longer worried that you're being followed by an imp. Um, and after about six hours on this barge, you guys arrive at just a spot that doesn't look like it has any special anything special going on. Uh, but the barge pulls over, and uh, the Bone Devil says, All right, that was your trip. Uh, you just got to climb down in that little cave over there, and uh, it's going to stink, like, real bad. It's going to stink like demon icker, like, like crazy, like never before you smelled this. And that's how you know you're in the right spot. Appreciate it, man. Like I said, give me a call. I will. Yeah. You know, a lot of these devils without wings, they, you know, they fall overboard into the river sticks. Now, it won't happen to me because, you know, I got of course big not. ass wings, but yeah. these Maragons, we go through like 12, 16 Maragons a month down here and just I falling overboard. The, the money it costs just to train a new guy because they fell in I is know. ridiculous. The overhead, you could probably, I'm telling you, you can move up, save Bell some money. Listen, there's We're losing so many good men to this, this uh, war, too, with the demons. Right? And he's got you stuck here when you got these big ass wings. 
Man, you're being underutilized and underappreciated. You know, just some Agreed. simple railings will help. Thank you. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly. Can't even be that They hard. say we can't have railings because they need the engines of war to get on and off of them. But uh, I'm just like, well, you, we, we disassemble the railing. We take yeah. them down. Yeah, flip them know? down. Flip them up. Flip them down. down. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, have a good one, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Right, yeah. hey, thanks for the lift. <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll give you inspiration for that. <laughs> right, I'll take it. Your geek says uh, the Orc Safety Health Organization. Exactly. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Orcus. The Orcus. Orcus, yeah. Oh, great. Okay, so you guys uh, sort of follow their vague directions and find a very smelly hole that you feel like you could climb into. Mm. It's just a hole? Yeah, it's just a hole. What's going on in there? Well, you you guys climb in the hole? Okay, yeah. I'm uh, going to light up Bardrum's bite and... So, so you 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 shine some light down there, and you see that it's a hole that goes down about ten feet, and then it sort of like curves off, and there's like a trail sort of like beaten into it. Uh, it seems like it it leads into some sort of cave. Okay, is there? There's no like stairs or anything. Nope. Uh, I can just make one of my animating performances to float us down and up. Sound good, everybody? I'll just walk down. Oh wow! Look at me! I can climb walls. <laughs> 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 it's only a ten foot drop, so oh. if you're if you're careful, you could you know dangle from the edge. Is it dark? Yeah, I'm just gonna okay. hop on Hamstone's shoulders and say tumbles. What tumbles? Oh, tum- oh yeah, you know it's like Geronimo, but in hell. Tumbles. What? Now you're a Hamstone guy? No, fucking! <laughs> I am a man of convenience, and you already started climbing, so I gotta take the next ride out All of right. Chainsville. All right, I'll, I'll use my athletics to help him down. I'll jump down with him. Okay. And then I jump off of both of y'all's shoulders because I'm an independent halfling. I don't need no man. I'm going and to, I, I'm <laughs> gonna start brachiating down the hallway. Okay. <laughs> to help to help anybody who can't see, I uh, I make my wrench shed a thirty foot radius light. Oh, I already you know. had lit my sword. Yeah, he but already lit his to, sword. Well, I wanted to try out lighting my wrench. I haven't done. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I figured out how to do this yesterday. God damn it. I hit the wrench out of his hand. Guys, come on. This place is making us fight each other. We, we got to We've keep been in hell too long. Because what's going on with the GPB? We're a family. I feel it. All right. Uh, it's eating into me. I really need to pee. After, <laughs> after conquering the incredible challenges of descending a 10-foot drop and lighting your weapons with a cantrip, the level 10 party descends into the hole. And starts making their way into the cave. We've been together a long time. We got a bicker sometimes. <laughs> uh, after oh tra- traversing the cave for only about 15 minutes, uh, it seemed to just be one like path, winding path. Uh, uh, eventually leads into an open cavern. And the smell has been getting worse and worse every step that you take. Uh, when you make your way into this cavern, you see that spiky chains lash a 15-foot diameter floating blob of quivering flesh to a 20-foot-tall iron, wrought iron scaffold. Two fiends wrapped in chains stand atop the scaffold, torturing this bloated creature's flesh by tightening its chains. Demon ichor oozes from its wounds, forming a shallow pool around the scaffolding. A third jackal-headed fiend uses a bronze horn to yell loudly at the bloated prisoner in multiple languages. It sits cross-legged about halfway up the scaffolding. So this thing is literally leaking demon ichor from all of the various wounds that it has from these spiked chains that are holding it down. And uh, you have comprehend languages on, uh, right? Yes, sir. You tend to keep that and the telepathic bond on. Um, So you understand the questions that is being yelled at this thing uh, by the fiend with the uh, bronze horn. It seems to be just interrogating him and then asking like random questions in as many different languages as it knows. Uh, and this thing seems to know like dozens of languages. Uh, you know, and it's, it's asking things like, where is the sword of 
Narcoloth, you know, like just <laughs> the legendary, just random like <laughs> questions like that, and and the thing is just screaming as it's being tortured while this is happening, and every once in a while it says something like, "I'll never tell you anything," and then they tighten the chains. It's like, ah, okay, it's it's like it's buried on the hill, you know, on the other side of the mountain, you know. So it, they seem to be getting things out of it, but it's kind of taking a long time. Uh, and they almost, at this point, seem to be bored. It seems like they've been doing this for so long. Uh, just yelling questions, random questions at this thing. Maybe it's time for these fellas to take five. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, as we walk in, I said, Gather up, boys! The boss man sent us in! And then I said, Hey, no offense, but the boss man just hasn't been able to have you guys get the job done. Uh, I'm here with the gorgeous Phoenix Brigade. I know you've heard of us. We're gonna get every little detail Bell wanted from this motherfucker. Go take a break, guys. Go hang out. I was just talking to your other buddy who rose the boats. I know y'all are overworked and underpaid. Go kick your legs up. We're gonna handle this, and I'll let y'all know as soon as we get all the right information. We got you. They, uh, they sort of look up at you, the two chain devils, and then this one weird fiend that, uh, you're not quite sure what it is. Uh, it seems to be like, um, sort of, kind of like a, a nerdy fox. Huh. Like, it's it's clearly a fiend because it's like really large and it walks on two legs and uh, it's it's very just kind of evil looking. But it honestly looks like an anthropomorphic fox. Sly Cooper with okay. a couple of like like a pair of spectacles on. And it's got, like, all these scrolls and, like, even a robe, like a weird wizard fox fiend. Uh, and it, that's the one that has been yelling all the questions. And uh, that thing turns to you and says, Uh, you're, you're, you're sent by Bell? The one and only, yes, sir. To question the Sibriax? Did I stutter? No, I'm just... Confirming. Well, no, sorry. It, it was a long trip. No offense. Look, you are a man of many languages and knowledge. I can tell by your garb. Yes, I my name is Fetch Tata. Yeah, yo, dope name. They call me Race the Roaster, the brother in uh, knowledge. They, I'm known, you can ask anyone in the Gorgeous Phoenix Brigade, I'm known as the intellect of the group. So, in this situation, I'm here to make sure that we just didn't miss anything. I know as many languages as you do, no offense, probably more. You can test me on it. Your boy get as lingual up, you dig. Um, I just want you to go kick your feet up, man. We got this. As an intellect to another one, as we say in the intellect world, knowledge over work. Ah, well, I suppose I could take a break to get some fresh air. Yeah. It is very vile down here. Yeah. Just look like at my shit. robes. You notice his robes are smeared with the uh, demon ichor. You don't deserve that, brother. Ah, well, um, I suppose you can question the Sibriex. Just don't free it. Don't kill it. <laughs> Me? Us? No! If anything happens to it... Oh, I know. That's all of our heads. That's what he told oh, yes. us. Anything oh, yeah. except oh, going. Yeah, yeah Bell's head. Yeah. All right. Uh, he uh, he motions over to the um, the chain devils, um, and says, "Shadok, Jank, we're taking five. <laughs> they wordlessly <laughs> sort of like let go of the chains that then becomes laxed, and you can see the Sibriex uh, sort of like expand as the uh, um, as the pressure from the chains is like let loose, and it almost sighs like a like a guttural moaning like pleasure sigh, it's like." Oh. <laughs> As the uh, the chain devils let loose the chains and they walk out, so now it's just you guys in this room. I'm gonna take all my loose watertight uh, containers and fill it up with with uh, the icker. With the icker. All right. Give me a second here. I need to look up something. We got rubber gloves. Yeah, rubber gloves. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna make some icker pickles. That's right. Icker pickles. Pickers. Icker whiskey. Okay. Yeah, you can uh, you can sample some of the uh, some of it, and uh, sort of as you like get close to it, uh, the Sibriex like looks at you with its its massive face and it says, "Free me." Well, you know, maybe uh, maybe that'd be possible, but we uh, need some information first. 
You want to trade? Uh, you need to make a uh, Constitution saving throw. All of us, or just him? Okay. Good luck. He got it. I trust this guy. He ain't never missed a day in his life. Oh. Big Brad. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. I feel like something bad was about to happen. So what? What happened is so there's like these big, huge scaffoldings like around this thing that the chains are sort of like up on, and um, it's in the middle of it. And you guys approached from one end of the cave. And it's, it's a very large cave that that's being held in. And uh, they the, the uh, fiends were up on the scaffolding. They climbed down. They left. And then you, uh, you know, gathered up your stuff and, like, walked up to the Sibriex, trying to avoid touching the demon icker because, you know, clearly it's bad. But then when you got to the pool of it, you uh, started to, like, put some of it in. And you realize that uh, you are not feeling very good. Uh, and so you take 12 points of poison damage. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you started to not feel very good, like, after you got to within, you'd say, about 30 feet of this thing. But uh, I was just too excited about the Free Icker, baby! Yeah, but you can go ahead and gather, uh, let's say... Uh, I would say you can gather one vial of Demonicker for every round you stay here. Yeah, give me your containers. I got immunity to poison. Oh. Okay, thanks. Big flex. You're immune to poison? Oh, no, to disease. Never mind. Here, <laughs> take these back. <laughs> you were shocked for a second. Like, yeah. what? Never mind. Uh, um, sorry. However. However. I will cast protection from poison on myself. Ah, there okay. you go. So one round of standing close to this thing, you you feel like it's corruption sort of seeping into you, and uh, you take a little bit of damage. But in the next round, you protect yourself. So uh, I, I think I join you if you need more help. But I, I have I have about four open containers I can fill. We can either sell that or use it to break out of here. So protection from poison, or, uh, or give someone some. Mutations. Oh, that's true. Let's mutate these freaks. Yeah, we actually have uh, some already. We have three flasks of demon yeah. anchor. So how many? Uh, you can do one flask per round, and you're going to stand in it for how many rounds? Well, let's see how long protection from poison lasts. It lasts for an hour, so you okay. can definitely uh, fill up Well, I'll, I'll stay in for another round and see if all I right. get damaged again. So... Go ahead and roll another con save. This is the round where you cast protection from poison. Well, that's going on. Ooh. Ow! Oh! <laughs> All right. Two, two ones. <laughs> Wait, but he's close to me, right? So he can get a reroll because of me, right? Uh, you could. You could. Uh, yes, actually. All right. right. You get a free reroll. <laughs> nice. I was yeah. <laughs> well, seventeen. <laughs> uh, it's not good enough. You fail the save, but you have resistance to poison damage now because uh -huh. of protection from poison. So only seven damage. All right. We'll All right. So round number three, this is when you're filling the second vial. Uh, go ahead and make another con save. He gets save. to add two to it since it, I'm within ten. No, I wouldn't be within ten feet. You can't I? be within ten uh, feet unless nope. you want to make Sorry. these as well. Nope, I don't want to. All right, 18. Unfortunately, not good enough. You take half of this, so another eight points. Okay, I'm out. Yeah, I think we've learned our lesson. All, All right. right, so you, you successfully got two vials of free demon icker, though. <laughs> Was it worth it? You already had three. <laughs> Was it free? Yeah. The free part of it. What'd you the... lose, Glubjeg? Uh, <laughs> I lost uh, 27 points of damage. Wow. That's rough. That's... It was a choice. In life, you make bold choices. <laughs> it was. Well, <laughs> you also know that, that apparently an 18 isn't high enough to pass this save. So right. That's... Yeah. All right. I lay hand on you, and I give you 20 back. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Um, so after uh, you withdraw, you guys all feel the telepathic thoughts of this thing. Oh. Uh, as it says, please. Free me, and I will tell you anything you want to know. Now, can we talk telepathically amongst ourselves and exclude it? Uh, yeah, because you have very telepathic bond. You can do that. We were on the way here talking about potential double crosses, if I remember, right? But there's no point in double crossing without, um, like, something to show for it. 
all we have right now currently is a really strong dude who te teleports us and who can kill us, and then another guy who almost fucked up Glubjack just by his bleeding. So we're in a situation where we need something tangible before we make any like heavy moves, right? Am I crazy in thinking that? No. All right. Thanks. Good talk. Um, <laughs> well, this this thing trades information. That's true. So right. let's get some. Listen, I, I say to the great Sybarex, we aren't minions of Bell. What we are are people with our own mission, and if yours happens to coincide with ours, I can't see a reason why we both can't come away from this happy. I can't promise, but if you are willing to give us something worth our while, I'm at least open to us making this make sense. How does that sound? Uh, make a persuasion check. I'm gonna make a persuasion. Oh my god, it better work. Oh, I'm crying in the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what What was your offer? My offer is essentially, uh, I'm willing to have us help him, but we're really sticking our neck out here, so I need to at least see that he's he has the kind of information that mm -hmm. he's rumored to have. So like, just at least one show of some good shit. faith. Show yeah, of good yeah, faith. yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. Uh, it says. <sighs> All right. One thing. I will give you one thing. That is fair. Do you want to know how to know. unlock your shield? Do we? Do we? I don't know if we're ever going to get another goddamn chance to do it. Everything else we can well, what figure are, what out. What are the things we can ask? Zeriel's sword. We can ask about the sword, the rods. The bleeding, sword, the bleeding the citadel. I thought that the was The bleeding right. citadel. The bleeding citadel is where Look, the sword is. All of those things we're going to run into, right? We're going to leave here. We're going to go to the citadel. And we'll, we're, we don't know where the bleeding but, citadel is. Well, that's true, but we're going to pass that big obelisk, right? And that there's it, Lulu's being called there for a reason. And all I know is this. There's no other way we're going to get that pit lord out of that shield. And that could really be beneficial, potentially. I don't know if we're going to ever have another opportunity this easy for it. But I personally yours. don't see how that's beneficial. Because it's a pit lord. Ain't they a... Don't you want... Look, if we're in a gunfight, right? And then someone else comes out with a nuke, that helps in the fight. But if we want to... If we want to ally with a pit fiend, it should be Bell. Because he's the stronger of the pit fiends. Assuming. I would, you know, you're probably right. You are probably right. He's not locked in a shield. Well, listen, <laughs> this one could have potentially be free from that sad shield. And isn't it better to have a surprise pit lord? Because <laughs> we can, once we know how to get the pit lord free, we can unlock him at our most opportune moment. Also, I'm not super sold on it. I just got excited that we might be able to have that be a useful option. Well, we might be able to get more than one answer out of That's this true. Thing. We, we only get one before we have to free him. I look up at him and wave like, we're coming to a conclusion. And then back to this. Um, but are we actually going to free him? Now, see, that's the kicker. If we free him, Bell is on our fucking head. Like, there's no way yeah, to charm our way out of free him, right? That, no. We got to find out where the nine rods are if we're going to go back to Bell. And if we're going to go back to Bell, we'd better find out where the Citadel is. Yeah. Because we're going to need that if that's yeah. the route we decide to go. That's true. Now, is there any way for us to free the Citadel, this, this, this person, and... The Cibriax. Thank you, the Cibriax, and not have it get back to Bell in a quick way, right? Because we don't even know what the damn rods do, right? That's a thing that's important to, I'm sure, find out. Well, at the very least, you'd have to kill the the fiends that you just set yeah. to take five. Yeah, Thaticus and all that. Rather than promising to free him, why don't we promise that we have information we can exchange with him? Yeah, we can't free him. There's no real way to free him, huh? Tell him that, uh, yeah, give him the inf the information you can give him. Tell him that uh, Archon the Cruel has an orb of dragon kind. That's new information that most people don't know. Well, let's get our free tidbit before we trade information. So what's our free one? What do we want to know about? I want to know where the Citadel is. I want to know where the Citadel is. Citadel? Yeah. Cheers. Um, for our free piece of information for Goodwill, we need to know where the Citadel is. It, uh... The specific Citadel that we're talking about is the Citadel of Blood, correct, guys, I said? Right. The Bleeding Citadel. The Bleeding, the bleeding Citadel. citadel. Okay. Uh, it, uh... 
It's it's massive mouth uh, has been sort of like twisted in almost like a like a smile, like a genuine sort of smile, as far as you can tell uh, on this thing's face, as you've been essentially discussing how you're going to free it. And then as soon as you ask it that question where the bleeding citadel is, the smile turns into a frown and it almost begins to sort of cry as it says, I don't know. Do you, is there something else you can ask? Because I don't, I actually don't know. <laughs> we broke it. <laughs> um, I got a, got a two-parter. One, I think there's a way for us to help it out without freeing it. If I can talk to the dude that's in charge, that like fox dude, and if I can persuade him that he'll get more knowledge out of it if they torture it less, that I'm just saying that's going to be the sidebar for that. But for this part, um, do you know of Lulu the Hollyfant? And do you know yes. how to restore her memories? They have been completely wiped. And we, is there... How do you revive someone's memories when they're that tattered? This is to be your one question. Um, well, we might have some more we can trade with you. I won't be trading anything but my freedom. Well, I mean, no offense, but our first question, you fell flat on your non-face face. Uh, we definitely are going to help you have an easier time in life. That's not good enough. I need freedom. You said you were going to tell us something, and then we asked you a question, and you turn into a, a dumbass. I don't know where the Bleeding Citadel is. It's it, That knowledge is is very valuable. Well, aren't you the valuable knowledge guy? Look, when I say I piss in the mouth of evil, I got pissed every single time. You don't miss a piss, but you missing information? Come on, baby. That is one of the most difficult places to find in Avernus. It is sequestered away specifically to protect the Sword of Zeriel. Even she doesn't know where it is. Oh, well then what would happen if uh, you know somebody found that sword? Is that to be your... No, it's not. We're continuing a conversation. Any new information I give you is... is is the, is the question. If he can tell us how to restore Lulu's memories, we'll find all this out. Yeah. How do you, yeah, get him out tell us how to restore to Lulu's memories. All right. How do you restore Lulu's memories? Please. I've heard things. I've heard that obtaining the sword of Saria. You mother... <laughs> I asked if this was going to be the question. It's the one that you... Okay, I'll give you another, a free one. All right, but get that sword and it should re restore her. Okay, thanks. Now ask about the obelisk. Cause that's tied to He's gonna also say it has to do with the sword, man. It's all the sword. Right. How about we ask about the rods? How about what? we ask who knows where the sword of Zariel is? <laughs> I don't think he'll tell us. Even Zariel doesn't know, Let's right? Let's just ask him where the rods are. Even Zariel doesn't know. This where is he all is. leading towards the rods, or once again, yeah. you could get your shield free. Like we already knew the sword would bring back our memories. We were hoping that a different answer would. Yeah, I think we were trying to cheat, like yeah. casually. Um. One, I'm gonna act, are you sure you don't want to free your free your shield? I don't trust that guy. Ah, uh, yeah, he's shifty, but he's got a heart of gold, you know? I know where the Bleeding Citadel is. Ooh. Rev free me and I will tell you. Yeah, you're full of shit. You don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, can you tell us about the rods of adamantine and where we can find them? And what do they do? I do know the answer to where the rods are. Is that the question you wish to ask yes, me? Yes, finally, something you can answer. Now, I swear to God, if you mention that damn sword, I'm walking out. Find the sword of Zer- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great, it's got a sense of humor. <laughs> the nine adamantine rods are located in the wreck of a flying fortress that once belonged to Zeriel. Does it have obelisks on it? That's a different question. Now you must free me, and then I will answer more questions. And that's episode 74 of Rated RPG, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. Thank you very much to our Patreon supporters for making it possible for us to 
produce a live stream to podcast like Rated RPG. It's because of our Patreon supporters that we're going to continue doing it. Our next live stream is scheduled for April 15th at 7 p.m. Central Time. Apologies to our friends overseas who will either have to stay up late or get up early in order to be a part of it live. Uh, you can also watch it on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Pimps. You know, after the fact, if you happen to forget or you, you don't want to get up at 2 a.m. or something to, to, to join us. Uh, speaking of our Patreon supporters, uh, we're, we're uh, in the midst of creating Season 2, and I'm the Dungeon Master for Season 2. Emery is going to be on the player side of things. Everybody's coming back, and we're crafting a fan-brewed world from scratch and the NPCs, locations, and adventure hooks are all coming from our Patreon supporters. It's not too late for you to get involved and to submit to join Patreon, support Rated RPG, and be a part of the creation process. Go to patreon.com slash Rated RPG. At the $5 a month level, we'll ask you for an NPC and a location. At the $15 a month level, you get to add an NPC, a location, and adventure hook. So a really great way to get involved and help create a show that you're invested in, you're helping to make it happen, and uh, we're, we've been investing into the future of Rated RPG with equipment and uh, different services, and it's, it's going to be really exciting. I, I think you're really going to love it. The suggestions so far have been amazing. Uh, we want to thank Hector, our very first Create an NPC patron. We'll see his NPC at our next visit to the Wandering Emporium. Huge thanks to all of our current level 15 bards. They are Cheesemaster007, Ardens Davros, Uglaset, a true goblin of culture, Scott McGrath, GBS Trek, Random.Guy, Holly Summers, and our newest level 15 bards, Ronald Remus and Wiry Traveler. Thanks to all of our rations and adventuring gear tier supporters too. They are Ashley Betson, Eli Chafin, Schmoopy, Kate Slauson, and Mickinaddy. Please share the Rated RPG live stream and podcast with folks you think might enjoy it. Give it a good review if you can do that wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to it and follow us on Twitter at Rated RPG podcast for announcements and details about the show. On behalf of everyone around Ye old Gaming Table, thank you for enjoying Rated RPG. Have you or a loved one fallen into the river sticks because of an unsafe barge? Have you raised safety concerns to your Avernian overlord but been ignored? When was the last time your workplace was visited by the Orc Safety and Health Organization? Call Race, attorney at law. Listen to this satisfied client. I was hired as an independent contractor to drive an infernal war machine. And a dinosaur fell on me, crushing me inside of it. Race got me a cash settlement. Just because you're a devil and you work in hell doesn't mean you don't deserve safe working conditions. Call Race, attorney at law. He only charges 100 gold pences per meeting. He knows what the currency is. Stop asking. Call Race, attorney at law.